Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Daf Kuf Mem Test. We're starting Kuf Mem Chesam Rebez at the Mishnah, four lines from the bottom. Today's daf is sponsored by Bishos Rafal David Ben Bracha. He should have a Rafuah Shlema Bakar of Mamish. And the Mishnah says, Mayna Ademes Archoisev es Parparoisev Mipiv. A person is allowed to count or list off the guests that are coming to a Shabbos meal and the delicacies that he's serving by heart. Avoloim and Aksa, but he's not allowed to read them off of a list. Mephis Adam Imban of Imbane Beis Al Shulchan. A person is allowed to draw lots, make a garrel with his children and family at the table, deciding which portion goes to whom. As long as he doesn't have in mind that one portion is going to be larger and another one is going to be smaller, they all have to be the same size. If we're going to draw lots for the kachim of Yantif, but not for the portions in the base of Mikdash, and the Gemara is going to explain everything. And now the Gemara Kufman Tesla Madalaf says, My time, what's the reason why a person's allowed to count his guests or list them off only by heart but not from something that's written? Rav Bibi Amr, he says, We're afraid he's going to erase one of his guests. He's going to see that he hasn't made enough food for him. Therefore, he's going to erase one of the guests so that the attendant that goes to call those guests is just not going to call one of them. Abaya Omar says, Perhaps he's going to end up reading from common documents. Usually these are business-related documents, contracts, and whatnot. The reason why that's us is because of So we're afraid he's going to end up reading from those, so therefore he's not allowed to even read from his guest list. The Gemara says, What's the difference between them? If it's written on a wall, but it's very high up, so you can't erase it. According to Rav BB that we're afraid he's going to erase it like Hashinan. Now we're not afraid because it's really high up. But according to the one that I might reach Tarihad Yaitis, so we're still afraid. The Gemara now asks, According to the one you might erase it. So now we're not afraid because it's really high up. But perhaps he's still going to read from Tarihad Yaitis. Visu and furthermore, we're still not chayshish that you're going to end up erasing it even though it's really high up. Vatani, we have a brysa. A person's not allowed to read by the light of a lamp on Shabbos because he might tilt it. Even if this lamp is two stories high, it's two ox goads high. Even if it's as high as ten houses stacked one on top of another, you're still not allowed to read from it because of a light plug. So we should still say light plug in the case of the writing, and even though the writing is really, really high up so you can't erase it, we should still say light plug, you're still not allowed to read from it. So the Gemara says, the difference is the cuss of a kaisel, it's written on a wall, and it's written very low. According to Rav Bibi that he's afraid you're going to erase it, perhaps you're going to erase it. They were afraid you're going to read from Shtari Had Yaitis. Lechashinan were not chayshish for that. Why not? Guda b'shtar lemichlef. No one's going to mistake a wall for a shtar, and therefore you're allowed to read off of a wall. We're not afraid you're going to end up reading a shtar. The Gemara asks, "Lamad Amr Shem Yikra." According to Lamad Amr, maybe you're going to read from Shtari Had Yaitis. Lechashem Yimchak. We should still be afraid that you might erase it. It's right there at eye level, so you might erase it. So the Gemara provides us with a third option. El Ikbenayo. The difference is the chayek a tavla ba'pinkas that it was etched into a board or a tablet. Lamad Amr Shem Yimchak. According to the one that maybe you're going to erase it, like Hashinah, we're not chayshish. You can't erase it if it's etched into the board. Laman damar shemay yikra. Perhaps you're going to read from Shtar Yotis. Hashinah, we're still chayshish. The Gemara continues to ask, Laman damar shemay yikra. Even according to the one that you might erase it, and over here you're not going to. Perhaps you're going to read from Shtar Yotis. And mechitim, if you're going to say, nah, you're not going to end up reading from Shtar Yotis because tavlu pinkas b'shtar lemichlef, then a person's not going to get confused between a board, a tablet, and a piece of paper. If he's reading something off of a tablet, he's not going to say, okay, now let me read off of a piece of paper. We don't say that, Fatani, because we have a brisa. Mina adam kama b'fnim the kama b'chutz. A person is allowed to count who's going to be inside, who's going to be outside. The kama minus aser l'niachlefnim and how many portions he's going to put in front of everyone. He's only allowed to do this mixav shal gabe kaisal from writing on the wall. Avolay mixav shal gabe tavlu pinkas, but not from writing.
anything that's on a tablet or a board. And now the Gemara says, Hey, Chidami, what exactly are we talking about here? That it's actually written pen, so what's the difference if it's written on the wall or if it's written on a tablet or a board? El Lava must be the Chayik, that it's etched into the wall or it's etched into a board. Viktani, Miksav Shalgabe Kaisal, you're only allowed to read it off of writing on the wall, meaning it's etched into the wall, Avole Miksav Shalgabe Tavlu Pinkas, but not from writing that's on a tablet or Pinkas, meaning even if it's etched into that, there's still a problem. So we see that a person will get confused between a tablet and a board and a piece of paper. So the Gemara goes back to its original suggestion. El Lailam, the difference is, Dixava Kaisel Midli, that it was written with pen on a wall and it's really high up. And the Kakashi Lachad Rabba, and that which we had the issue from Rabba, that we should really apply a lay plug and we should not be allowed to read it even though it's really high up. The Rabba Tanahi, that's actually Mechlekes Tanahim, Titania, we have a Brysa, Mine Adamus Archaisev is Parparosim Mepev, a person who's allowed to count out his guests and what he's serving by heart, Avaloim and Ixav, but not from writing. And Rav Acha Matir Mixav Shalgabe Kaisel, Rav Acha allows you to do it if it's written on a wall, and hechi dummy, what's the case where Ravach allows you? If you're going to say it's written on the wall very low down, we should be afraid he's going to erase it. And it must be the Kasavu Midli that it's written on the wall, but it's very high up. And Ushmam, you know, we see from here, the Rabba Tanaihi, that Rabba's light plug is actually the subject of Machlekes Tanaim. Shmami, you know, we see from here. And the Gemara says, These Tanaim are like other Tanaim. Detanya, we have a bride, so Ain Ryan Bemarebe Shabbos. A person's not allowed to look inside a mirror on Shabbos. Perhaps he's going to see some loose hairs, then he's going to cut them. Rav Meir Mati Bemareha Kavua Bakaisal. Rav Meir allows it if the mirror is connected to the wall. And now the Gemara asks, Why is it that if it's connected to the wall, it would be okay? Because in the meantime, when you're going to get a pair of scissors, Midkar, you're going to remember that you're not allowed to cut your hair on Shabbos, so even if it's not connected to the wall, you're still going to have to go get a pair of scissors, Midkar, and so you're going to remember that you're not allowed to cut your hair. So the Gemara explains, We're talking about a metal mirror that you can actually use the sharp edge of the mirror itself to cut your hair. And Ukid Rav Nachman Amar it's like him, the Amar Rav Nachman Amar why is a metal mirror usher to look into on Shabbos? Because a person is going to use the sharp edge to cut off loose hairs that are sticking out. So we see it's a machlekas tanaim. Whether or not we're going to say loy plug, Rameir says we don't apply loy plug. And if the mirror is connected to the wall, so now you can't use it to cut off loose hairs. So it's not a problem to use it. So we see that it's a machlekas tanaim. And the Gemara says tanarabanan ksafam halach tachas writing that's underneath a picture v'tachas hadyuknois and underneath drawing on a wall. These were drawings that were depicting scenes such as a kid is Yitzchak, or the fight between David and Goliath. Also, the Christ of Shabbos, one is not allowed to read them on Shabbos. This is really the caption, like when you go to an art museum and you see a caption underneath a piece of art, so you're not allowed to read that caption. And the Gemara says, and this depiction on the wall itself, you're not allowed to even look at it during the week. Mishim Shinemrit says in the Pasuk, don't turn to the gods. What do we learn from here? Don't turn to that which comes from your minds. The word elilim is similar to the word chalalim, literally meaning hollow, but referring to a person's mind and heart. That means don't turn to works created by man that were inspired by his own heart. We really should be turning to Hashem. And the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah, which had said, Mephis Adam and Banav, a person is allowed to make lotteries or gyrals at his table in order to divvy up the food. So the Gemara says, Im Banavim Bnei Beisai In. You're allowed to do it with people of your household. Vim Acher Lai. You're not allowed to do it with other people. My time, why not? Kedrav Yehuda Amr Shmuel. Dam Rav Yehuda Amr Shmuel. Bnei Chabura Hamakpidim Zealzeh. People of one group that are very mockbit about each other. They're very exacting that everyone has to receive exactly the same amount. They're very stingy. Iver Mishum Mida, Umishum Mishkal, Umishum Minyan. They're Iver on Shabbos if they do this because of measuring something. 
weighing something or counting something. This is all us or because of some sort of business activities. And we should live in Uparbiantif and because of lending and paying back on Yantif. And Kofmem Tesam and Bez on the top, Uchidivir Bez Hill, and like what we had learned from Bez Hill, Afmishim Ribis, they're even going to be either because of Ribis, because if one person receives more than the other and then the other has to pay him back, so the price might have gone up in between and it's actually going to be like he's paying him Ribis. The Gemara says, Yachi, if so, Banavim this should exist even by people of his house. If they have to make lotteries for the food, then it must be that they're very exacting too and they might be stingy, so it should be considered Ribis also and we should have these issues. So the Gemara says, No, this is the reason why they're allowed to do it at their home. A person is allowed to lend children and members of his household with ribis, so they could taste how ribis feels. That you have to pay by interest, so later when they grow up and they're over bar mitzvah, so then they're not going to lend or borrow ribis. The Gemara says, If so, they should even be able to apportion off larger and smaller portions. Why did the Mishnah say that they're not allowed to? The Gemara says, You're right, they are allowed to and we're missing something in the mission of a hachiktani. This is really the way it should be taught. A person is allowed to draw these lots with the people at his table only if they're members of his household. Even if one's going to be receiving a big portion and the other is small. My time is Rabbi Yehuda Just like Rabbi Yehuda Marav taught us that you're allowed to lend people of your family with interest. But now we continue. In You're not allowed to do with others. My time is Rabbi Yehuda Like this other even during the week it would be usher to do this with other people my time because of dice dice is like gambling and we say that gambling is usher and if one person's gambling and other person gets money it's like he's stealing Rashi says because it's called the person who's gambling really thinks he's going to win therefore he doesn't have any intent whatsoever to be mocking the other person is money therefore we don't want to get involved in any sort of gambling not even now we had said in our Mishnah we're allowed to draw lots for Kachim but not on portions and the Gemara asks my what does that mean, not on portions? We're not allowed to draw lots for the portions of yesterday's karbonis if today is yantif. So the Gemara says, Pshita, isn't that self-understood? We should have done it the day before. We shouldn't be doing this on yantif. So the Gemara says, I would have thought, since it says in the Pasuk, your people are like quarreling kaihanim. So we see that it's the nature of kaihanim to quarrel. So therefore, even the portions of the weekday that were supposed to be a portion the day before, we should be allowed to draw lots for them because we don't want the kohanim to quarrel. Kamash Balan, the Chiddush is, we're only allowed to do Yontif's portions on Yontif, but not yesterday's portions on Yontif. And now we have another member of Amr of Yaakov, Bray, the Bas Yaakov, Kol Shechaveri, Nenashal Yodeh, anyone whom someone was punished because of him, Ein Machnisu Naseim Chitzasi Shal Kosh Baruch he's not brought into the inner circle of Hashem. Minalan, how do we know this? Elim, if you're going to say we learn from the following, Mishum Tachsev, it says in the Pasuk, Vayemer Hashem, Hashem said, Miyafatas Achav, who's going to convince Achav, Vayal Vayipo Baramis Gilad, he's going to go up and then he's going to fall in Ramis Gilad, Vayemer this one said that thing and another one said something else meaning all the different malachim were giving different suggestions to Hashem and then a spirit came and he said I'm going to convince Achav and the spirit continued talking and said I'm going to be a spirit of falsehood in the mouth of all of his prophets and he said meaning Hashem said go and convince him and you're going to accomplish it 
say, go, va'asei kain, and do so. And so we say, va'amrina on my ruach, who's the spirit? Rabbi Yechonon says, ruach shel navais. This is the spirit of navais. Navais lived next to King Achav, who wanted one of his vineyards, but navais refused to sell it. So Izevel, the evil wife of Achav, trumped up charges against navais that he cursed Hashem and the king, so he got killed and his property confiscated. So his spirit was speaking in front of Hashem and might say, what does this mean that Hashem told him to say? Amarav, say mechitzasi, go out of my mechitza. The suggestion is that since the spirit caused Achav to get punished, so therefore he had to be sent out of the inner circle of Hashem. The Gemara says it's not a proof. Maybe the reason why the spirit was sent out of Hashem's inner circle, because it says in the Pasuk, that speaker of falsehood will not be established. And since the spirit was going to go speak falsehood to the Nevi'im of Achav, so that's why Hashem said the spirit can't be here. But it's not necessarily because he caused damage to Achav and he caused him to get punished. So the Gemara says, El is really from here. You were satisfied with shame rather than honor, you too drink as well as the uncircumcised one. What do we learn from here? That's referring to Nebuchadnezzar. And the uncircumcised one in this Pasuk is Tzidkiah. Now Nebuchadnezzar, a terribly perverse and evil person, would sodomize all the kings under his rule and Tzidkiah was one of them. But when he attempted to do this to Tzidkiah, he got punished and his arla extended 300 amos long, causing him terrible embarrassment. So we're trying to learn from here that Tzidkiah was the cause of Nebuchadnezzar's embarrassment and we're speaking negatively about Chizkiah calling him an Ariel. The Gemara says that can't be. Chada, first of all, the Kulei Krav Nebuchadnezzar Ksiv. The entire Pasuk is talking about Nebuchadnezzar calling Nebuchadnezzar an Ariel. V'ayinu, furthermore, Tzidkiah Tzadikah. He's a Tzadik. My Havlei What did you want him to do? He was being forced by Nebuchadnezzar. It's not like he was doing this willingly. At the time that that Russia wanted to do it to this Tzadik. We call him a Tzadik, meaning he had nothing that he could do about it. So the Gemara says, we have a different proof. It says in the Pasuk, to punish for the righteous is not good. When it says that means evil. It says, you are not a God that wants wickedness. Evil doesn't live with you. You are righteous, Hashem. And you're not going to allow an evil one to dwell with you. So we see an evil one who causes someone else punishment is not allowed to live with Hashem. Okay, so now we have a proof that when someone else causes someone else to get punished, Hashem sends him out of his mechitza. But now the Gemara says in relation to the word chalashim that we had said meant lots in our Mishnah, the Gemara says, my mashma, the high chalashim, listen to the Purahu, what's the inference that the word chalashim means lots? Dechsev says in the Pasuk, Eich nafalta mishamayim heilel, how have you fallen from heaven, O shining one? Ben Shachar, son of dawn, nigadita la'aretz, you've been cut down to the ground, chaylesh al gayim, the one who casts lots for the nation. Chaylesh is lost of casting lots. And Amra Barahuna, Malameh Shahimatil Pur al Gadali Malchus. Then Muchanetzer would cast lots regarding all the members of royalty, Leda Aza ben Yamish al Mishkav Zachar, to see whose day it was to be sodomized by him. Uksivan it says, Kalmachem Kulam, all the kings of the nation, all of them, and the Pasak continues, Shahwu Bikhavid Ishbi Besai, then everyone is gonna lie in glory, each in their own house. Now what does that mean? They rested for Mishkav Zachar because after Nebuchadnezzar died, they were finally able to rest. And all the days of that Russia, there wasn't laughter found in the mouth of anyone. That the entire land was calm and tranquil. Everyone burst forth in song. 
Hasha that implies that up until now, before Nebuchadnezzar died, Loi Havarina, there wasn't any song. And Ram Rav Yitzchak, Am Rav Yechanan, Asur Lamed Vesel Shalaisa Rasha, you're not allowed to stand in the house of that Rasha. Shinemran says in the Pasuk, Usi'irum Yeraktusham, that demons will dance there. And if Akash Baruchu decreed that demons have to dance there, you're not allowed to go there because people drive away demons. So therefore, we have to allow the decree of Hashem to happen and we're not allowed to go to his house. Ram Rav Yehuda, Am Rav, Bishosh Abikish Oisai Rasha, Lazarus Loisai Tzadikach, at that time, that that Rasha wanted to do that terrible thing to the Tzadik, his Arla extended 300 Amos, and it surrounded the entire gathering of kings that was there to watch. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, and the Gemara says, Arel is Gematria 300. When that Russia went down to Gehenim, all the people that were in Gehenim trembled. Amru, they said, perhaps he's coming to have power and control even over everyone in Gehenim. Perhaps he's coming just to be weak, just like everyone else. Shalem says in the Pasuk, Have you come to be weak like us? Or, Did you come to rule over us? And so Yatsa Baskov Amra Baskov came out and said, Whom do you see in beauty? Descend and be laid to rest with the uncircumcised. And now we have another Pasuk. It says, Ech Shavas Noiges. Shavsa Madheva, how the presser has seized, the golden one has seized. The word Madheva literally means the golden one, but the drasha is. Amr Avihud Amrav, Shavsa Umazu, this nation seized Sha'amr, that it said, Madud Vahave, measure and bring, meaning measure all the presents that you're going to bring and bring all those presents. And some say that the drasha of the word Madheva is Sha'amr, that it said, Ma'id Ma'id Havi Mida, bring a lot, a lot without measuring, meaning keep on bringing us stuff, gold and silver and presents. And we have another drasha, it says in the Pasuk, Urubu Tira Huspas Li, an additional greatness was given to me. Now, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and Daniel told him that because of his extreme arrogance, Hashem had decreed that he would be exiled for seven years and he would have to live like an animal in the wild. And this indeed happened, and when Nebuchadnezzar returned to his palace, he was actually humbled and he had said this Pasuk that additional greatness was given to me. So, what's the explanation? This teaches us, he came in riding on a male lion, the Kashar Tanin Bereshai, and he had tied a great serpent to its head. In fulfillment of what it says in the Pasuk, and I also am giving him the wild beasts to serve him. Nebuchadnezzar ruled over not only people, but even the wild beasts of the field. We should be zeichen not to have any terrible Rishon like this in our midst. Everyone should have a wonderful day.